Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Atul Malhotra. This session is entitled Experts Debate, How Novel Excessive Daytime Sleepiness Treatments Fit into Clinical Practice or Obstructive Sleep Apnea. I'm the Research Chief for Pulmonary Critical Care, Sleep Medicine, and Physiology at University of California, San Diego, and I'm a professor of medicine here doing research on patient care related to sleep disorders and other conditions. I'd like to introduce my friend, Dr. Naomi Shaw. Thanks, Atul. My name is Naomi Shaw. I'm uh, at the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai in New York City. I'm a professor of medicine and uh, vice chair of medicine for faculty affairs. Great. Thank you. So, Naomi, uh, this question is about uh, patients who are on modafinil. And uh, can you tell me a little bit about your experience in terms of side effects and tolerance and efficacy and everything on modafinil? Yeah, absolutely. And so for obstructive sleep apnea, we've been using modafinil sort of as the primary go-to for residual excessive daytime sleepiness. And overall, it's very well tolerated. I think the main sort of side effect that I hear from patients is a headache. Uh, That's the most common one. And in that case, we usually sort of come down on the dose a little bit. So instead of the 200, I'll come down to 100. And then they take it first thing in the morning. Other than that, really any other side effect that I haven't really observed it, including insomnia or anxiety, I haven't really seen that. Most patients are able to tolerate it. And, you know, it's out of the system, mostly for the time that they're going to bed, as opposed to armadafinil that has half-life. So that one, you sometimes see that, but it's still rare. I've had a couple of surprise babies in my practice where patients on birth control pills were taking modafinil and didn't realize there was a drug interaction, even though I warned them about it. Have you had that experience as well? Fortunately, no. I would be interested in finding out how you handle those. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm fairly, uh, I'm not saying that you're not, but I'm fairly meticulous about that. And so, you know, I'm very, very like, I make make it very clear that it will decrease the efficacy of OCPs and that ideally I actually have them, you know, get another more contraception that it is not um, interacting. And so usually they will they will comply. But again, of course, you never know, as your cases demonstrate. Yeah, I often call it a double whammy because in interferes of birth control pills and steratogenics, I try to avoid in premenopausal women unless they do have a barrier contraceptive. Yeah, great point. Um what about the rash that this patient's uh, experiencing? Is that something you've seen very often? No, never seen it. Of course, we worry about it, but I've never seen yeah. it. Never seen rash or you've never seen Stevens Johnson? Stevens Johnson's, yeah. Rash, I mean, again, actually, yeah, very. I don't think any patients have really shown up with a rash. So it's been very well tolerated. The main thing with modafinil sometimes is that it's not fully effective in terms of resolving their sleepiness. So despite giving the 200 in the morning, they still have sleepiness. And that's usually the one thing that I'm tackling, but it's an afternoon dose or switching to a I've certainly seen rash from it. I don't think I've seen Stevens Johnson per se, which is obviously what you're worried about in that concept. But um, it, it, when I do see rash, I discontinue the medication and start something different. And as far as I can tell, modafinil and armadafinil are kind of cross-tolerance. I don't usually switch from one to the other. Um, what about Solriamphetol in terms of how well that's tolerated? Yeah, so I have a few patients on Solriamphetol. It's pretty well tolerated. I think anxiety, it's sort of the one thing that I've seen in patients that take Solriamphetol. 
Um, other than that, again, it's pretty well tolerated because of the fact that it doesn't interact with all contraceptives. Uh, a lot of women, uh, I favor that drug, uh, especially if they're on secrets. As you know, I was involved in some of the clinical trials on this. And so we published a few papers, one on the blood pressure effect. There's a tiny increase in blood pressure. You can sometimes see, but it's you know tiny. Uh, you do see some improvements in body weight, though. So overall, cardiometabolic profile looks better. It's a modest effect, but many people that uh, a welcome benefit is an off-target effect. So, yeah, and the upward sleepiness scale numbers do look more favorable for the fault compared to the other drugs. So, if you truly have someone who's excessively sleepy um, and you think that they may not do well on modafinil, I, I usually reach with solariamcetolk for that purpose. And you mentioned to me at some point a meta-analysis that was in the Annals of Internal Medicine. Can you remind me about that? Yeah, so I was just basically came across that paper where they looked at 14 RCTs comparing either the, the drugs, mostly the placebo, because there are very few that have head-to-head comparisons, and essentially Solramphetol emerged as the one that had the highest in, uh, impact on the upward sleepiness scale, and also the MWT numbers, Solramphetol and Rodafinil were the two that really improved that. They told us not really uh, much in terms of the MWT. Overall, they were all pretty well tolerated. Um, and so, yeah, I just sort of use all reinforcement for that purpose in, in terms of its impact on the essence. I would say this, yeah. I think that's consistent with my clinical practice as well. I see a lot of patients who are failing modafinil, perhaps referral bias, but, uh, you know, I, I do see pretty good efficacy with cell reinforcement. I think consistent with the literature is my clinical experience, although it's still early days, as you mentioned. Hey, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. It's been my pleasure, and thank you, Naomi, for your insights. Of course. Thank you. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.